Pastor Maria Murphy, and this is Morning Prayer. Come on in. Join us this morning. Let's just make sure we are on. We are. Glory to God. It is 9.30 on what day is today? Oh, the last day of the month. It is the last day of January, and it is Tuesday. And it is the day that the Lord has made. We rejoice. We are glad in this time that we have together. Good morning, Donna. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us. It's always an awesome day when we can come together in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. And so uh, I'm grateful for this opportunity. And I know that we're going to be strengthened and encouraged when we leave here. Amen. And it will just help us to continue to have a great day. Well, good morning, Linwood. God bless you today. Thank you for joining us. Glory to God. All right. Uh, I was thinking about something this morning and I I guess I never thought of it before, Uh, but I was thinking about how when we are born into this world, Good evening, Maricon. God bless you today. Good morning and happy Tuesday to you, uh, Mr. Ivan. God bless you both. Glory to God. And so I was thinking about how when we are born, when we come into this world, we come into this world with nothing, <laughs> not even clothes on our bath. Uh, Miss Miss uh, Mrs. Donna had uh, a grandchild uh, yesterday. Uh, she became a grandmother again, and so congratulations to you, uh, uh, Donna. And I was thinking about. I think that's what triggered this thought. When we come into the world, we come into the world with nothing, not even clothes on our back. Uh, we don't have any money, we don't have anything, and we rely on our parents. So if our parents have money, guess what? We have money. If our parents don't, then we don't. Uh, a, a child doesn't bypass their parents uh, in terms of what they have. And so uh, what the parents have becomes theirs. And so if they don't have money, the child doesn't have money until the child gets older and can make money for themselves. You understand? But as an infant, as a child, they don't have anything if the parents don't. Well, it's interesting that when we become born again and God becomes our heavenly father, what he has becomes ours. And he is, he has all good things. Amen. And so when he becomes our heavenly father, All that he has becomes ours. Just like when we're born into the world, all that our parents have or don't have become ours, right? Well, the same with God, everything, when we are born again, everything that he has becomes ours. Now, faith is the currency of heaven, just like money, dollars and cents here on this earth. Uh, is what we spend to receive goods and services here on this earth. Faith is the currency of heaven. Now, on this earth, I may start off with nothing. In fact, it's my parents' money if they have it. Now, they give it to me, but it's still not money I earned or made, right? 
Well, when I became born again, Romans 12, 3 says that every believer has the measure of faith. So I don't start off broke with the currency that is of heaven. I don't start off broke. I have a measure of faith when I am born again. And we all have that. It's the same faith that Jesus possessed, the same faith. And so you have that the day you become born again, you receive currency that you can, and it's faith that can receive from God. Only faith can receive from God. So you're not without it. However, just as we invest our money in the natural here on this earth, I've got to invest in my faith, my heavenly currency, so I can have it strengthened. It can grow. It can develop just as money here. If it, it is protected, uh, when you give uh, kids, when someone, when the kids were little and someone would give, you know, fold up some money and give it to hand it to my kids. What do I tell them? Go put that in a safe place. Go put that, especially if I say, Oh, wait a minute, that's a five. <laughs> go put that in your piggy bank or go put that in a safe place. Go do something with that to protect it. Well, it's the same with our faith. We've got to protect our faith because the enemy would like to weaken our faith by, by suggesting things to us that are contrary to the word. And the word is what is our foundation uh, when it comes to faith. That is the biggest investment that you can make. It will yield you the greatest return of your faith is the word of God. So, you know, when you invest in mutual funds, Bitcoin, whatever you invest in property, uh, there are things that, uh, will yield better than others. Well, the word will always have the greatest return when it comes to your faith. Uh, always. And so invest in the word. So the time spent in the word, the faith comes by hearing it increases by hearing the word of God concerning whatever it is that you need to believe for. And so we have to invest that time in the word. And then I like to look in the word, uh, because this is, this is how we talked yesterday about confidence. Faith is what receives from God without faith. Uh, we don't receive from the Lord. That's the currency. And, and we'll see instances in the gospel. And I like to see the instances where Jesus tells someone your faith has made you whole or great faith. Jesus told the centurion in Matthew chapter eight, remember him, the Roman officer in Romans chapter eight, we'll read this and then we'll pray. In verse five, it says, when Jesus returned to Capernaum, a Roman officer came and pleaded with him, Lord, my young servant lies in bed, paralyzed and in terrible pain. Jesus said, I will come and heal him. And for most people, for most people, that was exactly what they wanted. Come on, come and heal him. But for this particular man, it says in verse eight, but the officer said, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come into my home. Just say the word from where you are and my servant will be healed. 
my servant will be healed. I know this, he said, because I am a man uh, under the authority of my superior officers and I have authority over my soldiers. I only need to say go and they go or come and they come. And if I say to my slaves, do this, they do it. And look at what it says. Verse 10, when Jesus heard this, he was amazed. He was amazed. I want to amaze Jesus. <laughs> he was amazed. Turning to those who were following him, he said, I tell you the truth. I haven't seen faith like this in all of Israel. In all of Israel. Jesus was amazed at this man's faith. So I want to find out what it was about this man's faith that amazed Jesus. And he said, I haven't seen such great faith. Now we all, I said, when we're born again, we all have the measure of faith. But for some reason, this man's faith is greater than others. Hmm. Why? Well, look what he said to Jesus. He recognized the authority that Jesus had. And he recognized the authority that Jesus had. And he said, it's released with his words. <coughs> Good morning, mom. God bless you today. It's released with his words. He recognized Jesus had authority when he spoke. And he knew that because he was a man of authority and he was also under someone's authority. And he recognized that. And because of that, he didn't just stop there and say, I know this, I know, I know, I know. No, he said, so because I know this, don't, don't even bother coming. I'm not going to put you out. Go to someone else's house that doesn't have as great faith as I have. Go there, go with that person. But for me, just say the word and he'll be healed. I know he'll be healed. That is great faith. That is great faith. Jesus called it great faith. Well, we can have the same kind of faith. We have the kind of faith that Jesus himself possessed. And look at all the healings and miracles that Jesus did. Look at everything that he did. That's the kind of faith that you possess. Now, it can be weak, it can be great, it can be what Jesus uh, said, shipwrecked faith. The disciples, when the, the boat was going under, you know, uh, he said, where's your faith? He couldn't even see their faith. Or you can be like the man that the friends brought him down and Jesus saw their faith. He said, oh yeah, your faith has made you whole. How, how does, what determines your level of faith? Your investment in it. Just as we invest our money in the natural, the currency of heaven is faith. How much are you investing in your faith? Get in the word of God and find out how to increase your faith and have great faith. So when you pray together with me or together with brothers and sisters of like precious faith, or if someone calls and asks you for prayer, or you call and ask someone for prayer or in your personal prayer time, you know that your faith is, is great. Your faith is at a level where you can receive what you're praying for. And, and you can know that 
You can know that it, you can detect your level of faith and others can detect your level of faith. And so, uh, it's so important in Matthew 15, it was the Canaanite woman that Jesus told her the same thing. Your faith is great. And because she, she knew that she was not of the household of David. You know, she was not under the covenant, uh, that the rest that, and Jesus said, I came for that. I came for those people. And she said, yeah, but we even deserve, we deserve, can't we just get the scraps? She said. And so she knew she wasn't in covenant, but she said, I deserve it anyway. <laughs> you came for all. Jesus said, I came to seek and save that which is lost. And so he said, ma'am, your faith is great. Your daughter is whole right now. And she was. And the servants, uh, the, the Roman uh, soldier's servant was also healed that self-same hour. The very moment he told Jesus, don't come, just speak the word only and they'll be healed. Send the word to us and we'll be whole. He knew the authority that's in the word. And that is what Jesus, uh, called him, uh, called him out on his faith and said, you have great faith. Hallelujah. You and I can have that too. We have a measure of faith, but, and it's God given, but it is our responsibility to develop and strengthen our faith. And the enemy would want to weaken our faith by suggesting things to us like unforgiveness. Uh, unforgiveness will weaken our faith. Not knowing who we are in Christ will weaken our faith. Not knowing the authority that we have in him will weaken our faith. Hallelujah. But praise God, we can know these things because we've been given the word of God. Amen. And so invest wisely in your faith and watch it grow. Amen. Father, we thank you for this time together. We thank you, Father, that we have your faith living on the inside of us. We were not born again into nothing. We came into this natural world with nothing, but we did not step into the realm of the spirit with nothing. We come fully clothed in robes of righteousness. We come fully clothed in the armor of God. Hallelujah. We are born into your righteousness. We are born into redemption. We are born with the faith of God. God on the inside of us. And so we thank you for us. You did not leave us uh, without anything, but we were born into all that you have. Just as in the natural, we're born into all that our parents have. We are born into all that you have. When we say, Jesus, I receive you. I believe in you and I receive you. And so I thank you, Father, for all that you have becomes ours as we become joint heirs with Jesus in covenant, in union with him. And so I thank you that you are showing us the things that belong to us. You said in the kingdom of God, it is not just meat and drink, but it is righteousness, peace, 
and joy in the Holy Ghost. We are born into righteousness, born into peace, born into joy. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, that we are not without anything. We don't lack any good thing. Just as the psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. We can say God is our father and we do not want for anything. We don't want for anything. We don't lack for anything. You said that you're the father who withholds nothing good from his children. And so we thank you that you've authored a life, Father God, of more than enough. You've authored a life, Father God, where all the riches and glory belong to us. The supply of the spirit, it belongs to us. And so we access that with our faith. We touch all of those things and we open the hands of faith and we receive it right now in the name of Jesus. And we remind ourselves on a daily basis what belongs to us because of who we are in you. And we thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for that. We thank you, Father. We thank you that we can receive healing today in every part of our body, in our minds, in our spirit today. We thank you that we can receive your joy and your peace today, fullness of joy. We don't have to have joy that's depleted or peace that's depleted. For in the kingdom of God, there is righteousness, peace, and joy in in the Holy Ghost. And there's a full flow. We receive the full flow of all that you have for us because we are born again, child of God. We are children of the living God. He is our father. You are our father and we have your faith. And so we thank you. We exercise our God given faith today and we lay hold of that, which we need. Come on, lay hold of it right now in Jesus name. If it's healing that you need today, say, I am healed and I am whole by the stripes of Jesus. Healing is working in me now. The anointing of God is present in me now and I am healed and I am whole. Hallelujah. If it's financial provision that you need, just say it. My God, my heavenly father supplies all of my need according to his riches in glory. Touch that with your faith this morning. Hallelujah. If it's peace that you need, just say the peace of God fills my heart and my mind today. Hallelujah. If, if, if you're having trouble sleeping, just say, I lay down and I sleep because the Lord is with me. I keep my mind stayed on him and I sleep in peace because he gives his beloved peace and I am his beloved. Hallelujah. Touch it with your faith. Receive it by faith today in Jesus name. 
All that he has belongs to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. You're not separated from anything that you need, but it's in you today. Just grab hold of it with the hands of faith. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Be it according to you. Be it unto you according to your faith. According to your faith. Have it right now. Have it right now. And if you say, well, I just can't believe that I can have it. Well, just raise that faith some more by getting in his word and see what he says about what you're facing today and increase your level of faith concerning it and you'll have it. Amen. You'll have it. The responsibility to increase your faith is yours. It's the God-given faith that you have, but it's our responsibility to get into his word and invest in our faith to see it mature. Hallelujah. Our faith, we can mature in faith just as we see things in the natural, our investments mature. We've got to stick with it. I can't put my money in a fund today and pull it out tomorrow and expect to have the greatest return. I've got to keep it there. And when I see the market fluctuate, I can't look at it and say, oh goodness, oh Lord, I, I got to take it out. I got to, we want to take it out, but we can't. We've got to stay persistent and consistent. Amen. We can't just remove it and go, oh, okay, maybe it won't yield. No, it won't yield if you don't keep it in that fund. And so our, our faith, if we keep taking it out and, and, and doubting one day and being in faith the next and getting in the word today, but skipping three days and, and not going to church this week and going to church next month. And, and we can't do that and be inconsistent and expect consistent results. Do you understand? We cannot get in the word inconsistently, go to church inconsistently and expect to receive consistent results. It's our responsibility to invest in our faith. And it takes consistency, consistency in getting in the word of God to build and strengthen our faith, consistency to go to church, to learn, to receive the word of God. Amen. Consistency to practice the word of God on a daily basis. When I do that, I will see consistent results. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for teaching us. We thank you for teaching us how to increase our faith. I want you to say, Ooh, she has great faith. Ooh, I am amazed. <laughs> I am amazed. They have great faith. And Jesus called the centurion out on it. He can call you out on your great faith. I don't want him to say, Maria, where's your faith? <laughs> like he did to the disciples. I don't want him to say that. Where's your faith? Have you no faith? Remember the time when Jesus sent the disciples out and they, with the 72, his 12 were part of that 72. And they went out and they were laying hands on people in Jesus name. They were casting out devils and, and everything, everything that they did, it was happening for them. They saw healings and miracles and all of this stuff. They came back rejoicing and they're like, even the devils <laughs> were subject to your name. And they listened and they came out and people were healed and delivered. 
they had a celebration. <clears throat> well, then they got on the boat and they were going somewhere else. And Jesus said, I'll meet you in a little while. I'm going to pray. So Jesus prayed and then he decided to take a walk. His, his transportation were his feet on the water. So he started walking on the water this time and the disciples were in the boat and a storm arose and Jesus, it said, Jesus was on the water and saw them in the boat with the storm. And it said, and he was going to walk past them. It said he was, he saw them, but he was going to walk past them and, and go to his destination. But they yelled out to him, Jesus, help us, save us. <laughs> yeah. And so he stopped and said, where's your faith? He was going to walk past them because he probably thought, oh yeah, they know their authority. They just cast out all kinds of devil devils. They healed all kinds of sick. They got this. Come on guys. You got this. I'll see you on the other side. Nope, they didn't have it. They had it for a few seconds. <laughs> they were inconsistent in their faith, and but they needed him at this opportunity. And so he had to stop and help them, get in the boat with them. Come on, teach them. That's teaching. He was training them and he was patient with them. But do you see how he, it said, and he was, he looked at them as if to pass them. He was not planning on helping them out. He thought they got this. Well, that's how it is in our life. Storms may come and we may win the faith fight today, but then tomorrow our faith seems weak. What do you do when your faith seems weak? Well, you do what you did the first time when your faith was weak. You go back in the word of God concerning the situation and you build yourself up on your most holy faith. So you get in the word and you, then you pray in the spirit, you get in the word, pray in the spirit, find out what that missing part is. Build yourself up on your most holy faith. The Holy spirit is the greatest helper in this. And so if you'll get in the word, pray in the spirit spirit, pray through until you, you, you have the victory and then you'll win that one too. You'll win it. You can win every single thing that you face. Amen. When you do it alongside the Holy spirit, he's in you. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yeah. I love that. Ivan get the full benefits of investing in the word of God. Amen. I want the full benefits. You know, I want the full benefits of everything that I do. We go without because we don't know what those benefits are, but we have to be consistent. Amen. Consistency is the key. And I think consistency is what we lack. And, and I speak for all of us, you know, uh, consistency, uh, is, is something that it doesn't come easy to our natural flesh. Our natural flesh would want it, do it today and see results today, or I'm not doing it tomorrow, you know, uh, or I may be like, oh, you know, but it was hard yesterday and I didn't see it. We want results right away. Well, that doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way in anything we do. You take vitamins because you want your hair long or your nails to grow. You don't take a vitamin today and then look at your nails and go, oh, they're so long. No, no, it's a process. It's a process. 
And so it's the same with exercise. You don't go to the gym today and look in the mirror and go, yeah, that's it. I don't got to do it anymore. Or I don't brush my teeth for 40 years and then stop and go, I don't need to do it anymore. No, we've got to do it every day and be consistent about it to have results. The minute I don't do it, the day I don't do it, I start going backwards. You never stay stagnant in the spirit. You're either going forward or you're moving backwards. And if you're not in the word today, then you're going backwards. You neglect the investment today, then you go backwards. That's just how it works with spiritual things. You don't just coast. There is no coasting when it comes to spiritual things. The enemy will ensure that because he doesn't stop. And so we can't stop. Amen. We can't stop. We have all authority. Jesus said, all authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. And the Roman centurion recognized that Jesus had authority and he knew that he released it with his words. And so we do the same in our life. Speak the word only to your circumstances and see them change. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Well, I thank the Lord. Receive whatever it is that you need by faith today. My child, it's yours. You're a child of God. It belongs to you. Lay hold of it by faith in Jesus name. Father, we receive it right now in Jesus name name. We lay hold of our healing by faith right now in Jesus name. Now there's someone that your memory is not what it has been before. And it, I don't know if it's age or if something else has happened, trauma or something, but there's a verse of scripture for you. It says the memory of the just is blessed of the upright is blessed. Begin speaking that over yourself. Go to that verse of scripture, Google it and say, okay, where's that scripture that says the memory of the upright is blessed. Google it and, and take that scripture in as your medicine multiple times a day. And you're going to see that your memory is going to, it's going to reverse and you're going to start remembering. It's like you're trying to remember numbers and things of that nature and you're struggling and, and you don't know why you don't have the focus that you once had. Stop saying, oh man, my mem memory is going. I don't know what's wrong with my mind. Stop saying that. Say right now in the name of Jesus, the anointing of healing is in me and I am healed and whole and my memory is blessed because I am upright. I am the just, I am the righteousness of God in Christ and my memory is blessed in Jesus name. Receive that today.